Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez. Joining you this morning from San Diego, one place in California that's feeling the effects of Tropical Storm Hillary. One of those effects is the closure of schools today across much of Southern California, including campuses in the LA Unified and San Diego Unified School Districts. Although not as bad as forecast predicted, heavy rains fell and high winds blew across much of Southern California yesterday and last night, flooding intersections, toppling trees and causing some blackouts. Wind speeds and rain totals were much higher in mountain and desert regions, and flash flood warnings are in effect. Over the weekend, as the storm approached California, many people took no special measures to prepare. I met some folks at several locations on the beach who didn't even know a storm was coming. But many others did know and took action, like buying extra food, water, and batteries. Others collected free sand and sandbags at municipal distribution sites. But some of those places quickly ran out of material, like one center I visited in Encinitas in San Diego County. It was there I met big sellers who drove up looking for sandbags with her family. Well, we were up in Orange County for a family event and we're on our way home and looking for sandbags just to prepare ourselves for the, the hurricane. And you came here yeah, and no sandbags. no sandbags. So I guess we're going to go home. We've already done our grocery shopping to make sure that we have non-perishable items. You know, got our flashlights and everything ready, but sandbags was last on our list. Of course, storm or no storm, inclement weather is always rough on unhoused people. In downtown San Diego, I talked about that with Anthony Costello, a homeless man who was trying to seal up his makeshift shelter before the storm came ashore. I got a tarp, I got food, that's about it. And I assume the tarp is really all important for you, right? Yeah, yeah, keeps the rain off you. Keeps the water off you. And you thought about getting into a shelter for the next day or two? If it comes up, yeah, I might. If it's just today, I'll rough it. You know, I'm a, I'm a trooper. I can rough it if I have to, you know. Again, that was Anthony Costello in San Diego. And once the storm touched down in San Diego County, KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson spoke to residents and visitors about the effects. When the front edge of the tropical disturbance first touched the county just after 2 p.m., the rain got heavy and the wind picked up near the spirit of Imperial Beach statue where Palm Avenue meets the ocean. Murray Sala came to the Imperial Beach coastline to see the storm firsthand. When I started to hear about it, I thought people were kind of like going a little bit crazy for maybe something that might not be too crazy. Um, I hadn't really ever heard of a hurricane coming around San Diego, especially in San Diego. Like, that's why we live in San Diego, so that none of that stuff happens. It only took a couple of minutes for Sala and her family to be completely soaked. A small umbrella offered little help, but that didn't diminish the excitement as the waves pounded the coast. Marco Vasquez was visiting from Huntington Park, California. 
He was walking along the beach completely drenched with shoes in hand. Yeah, <laughs> I'm enjoying myself, so I don't see it much as a storm, but it's it's nice. I mean, <laughs> Water wasn't only falling from the sky here, it was also coming out of the ground. City crews have installed pumps to help clear standing water off nearby roads. At one point, the stormwater pumps created a geyser on the beach more than six feet high. That was just the kind of show local Dominic Perez was hoping to see. He was happy to trade dry clothes for a peek at the unusual. See what's going on, see how it looks. I know no one else is really going to be out here, so how many times do you get to see a hurricane just storm flow over everything, you know? It was business as usual at Imperial Beach's Ye Old Plank Inn Bar, except for some water collecting near the side door. The storm didn't seem to be noticed by the Sunday crowd. Jerry from Imperial Beach was enjoying a cool beverage and wondering what all the fuss was about. Well, being from the Midwest, this is really nothing. This is just a typical rainy day. Nothing stops, nothing is closed up, nothing is boarded up. This is, this is very mild to what I'm used to. And if you're wondering, her Midwestern roots are in Oklahoma, where she says the weather changes almost every hour. For the California Report, I'm Eric Anderson in San Diego. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. The storm forced some people to relocate. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department advised Catalina Island residents and visitors, especially the medically vulnerable, to leave the island as soon as they could as a precaution. Most of the beaches and restaurants remain packed, though, even as some filled sandbags at the Catalina waterfront. Alfredo Contreras and Michael Rodriguez were hard at work filling piles of sandbags to protect a local water treatment plant. Oh, people just don't care. They just keep on coming, man. Doesn't matter how, how it is on bike. Yeah, people are going to be enjoying themselves no matter what. The city of Long Beach opened a temporary shelter to take in residents and visitors evacuating Catalina to the mainland, but those beds ultimately went unused, according to the Long Beach Post.
And a big and unusual tropical storm isn't the only worry nature is throwing at Californians. On Sunday afternoon, a magnitude 5.1 earthquake struck near the Ventura County community of Ojai and was felt in Los Angeles. That tumbler was followed by a series of smaller quakes. Seismologist Lucy Jones took to social media to discuss the flurry of quakes and what they might mean. Are they just aftershocks or pre-shocks before a possibly bigger quake? Here's Jones. We can't tell what comes next. Like any earthquake in Southern California, there's a 5% chance that it could be followed by something larger. That's a very small number. 19 out of 20 times, we'll see nothing. But it is still higher than our long-term average. So uh, worry about the tropical storm, but recognize that you might be feeling something else today as well. Again, that was seismologist Lucy Jones. There were no immediate reports of major damage or injuries, according to the Ventura County Sheriff's Office. And that's the California Report from Monday, August 21st. We're a production of KQED Public Radio in San Diego today. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com slash CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. The California Healthcare Foundation. Listening to Black Californians, a new study on how the health care system undermines the pursuit of good health, on the web at chcf.org lbca. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food, on the web at theschmidt.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.